Modernism. The statuesque dove lay perfect in old-world gray and white, folded pinions parallel, head perpendicular, a classic sight. A meter above the dove, on the plate glass where the bird had mistaken open air, was an abstract slanted splash of translucent crimson. And there, in the machine, Virginia finally stood up. Class, settle down, get out your textbooks, and turn to page 43. After we're done reading, we can have show-and-tell for 30 minutes. No, Virginia, you can't go first. We'll go in alphabetical order, like always. Sit down, Virginia. You can tell us about your trip when it's your turn. I'm sorry we ran out of time before we got to you last month, but you still have to wait your turn. Now, everyone, turn to page 43. You're a good player, Virginia, but Joseph is two grades ahead of you. He's had private lessons, and he's got a much better instrument. It's his turn to be first chair. You have to blend with his sound. Don't draw attention to yourself. Oh, Ginny, you're not going to wear that dress to the party, are you? It's far too loud. Don't you want to wear your nice pink one instead? You don't want the boys to get the wrong idea, do you? Now remember, you mustn't be too forward. If a boy wants to dance with you, he'll ask. Don't talk too much. Remember to smile. Boys like girls who smile. He's out of your league, Jin. You're no cheerleader. No, you shouldn't even try to talk to him. Just hang out with us at the dance. We're your real friends. He's out of your league. Hey, Jen, why are you wasting your time in front of that old typewriter? Come to the party with us. You don't want to be a nerd, do you? Jenny, I'm really proud that you got into MIT, but we just can't afford it now that your father's retired. I'm sorry, honey, but the scholarship just isn't big enough. I know we sent your brother, but that's different. He's going to be an engineer. You just want to major in English, right? Boston is so far away, and big cities are terribly dangerous. Now, honey, be reasonable. Mute Birth The green country sawbones called it mute birth. The blue-faced babies with bad hearts couldn't give a healthy cry. No cure, almost no science applied to distinguish the doomed from those choking. And so, my newborn father was set aside as a lost cause beyond young hemorrhaging grandmother, his faint cardiac flutter, oxygen fading in his veins, skin pasty, then purpling dark as slate pavestones, slicked with winter rain. But the old nurse noticed his chest's fitful rise and fall, got the bellows in his throat, cleared the suffocating clots, and his heart was fine was fine. His heart was fine. A Boy's Guide to Neoteny At the rest home, it's pet therapy day, and a discharge sergeant, 40 years old, legs lost to a roadside explosion, holds a fuzzy, month-old ginger kitten, whispers fond nonsense, and buries his rough face in the purring fur. Across the sea, a skinny son, barely teen, Torn from mother and hut, is given green shirt rank and a machete. Soldiers promise him manhood if he'll silence the comfort girl's wailing newborn in the barren field. Weaklings starve. So the boy obeys and buries his own heart beside soft bones.
Near the tiny grave, ants silently wage formic warfare, black versus red, the chitinous adults hard programmed to flourish in murderous places. They coldly nurture captured larvae, sleeping pupae, legs folded like prayer, dream of nectar, loyal aphids, and unshelled evolution.